When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is going to be a war. Forest versus Everton with Steve Cooper under pressure. Which way does this match go? Let's get into the preview. Good morning, good evening or good night, wherever in the world you are. Hope you're well and welcome to your match preview for Nottingham Forest versus Everton. Coming up, as always, we will take you through the predicted Forest lineup. We'll talk you through the Everton team, where their strengths and weaknesses are. And we will, of course, get into the oh-so-crucial predictions. As always, get your predictions in the comments down below right now. I want to know which way you think this game is going to go, because it's going to be a war. And speaking of wars, tonight at 7 p.m., it's going to be a fatal four-way like none other before as me and Ant take on Everton Mike and John. And uh, like I said yesterday, make sure the kids are in bed for this one. If you haven't already, please hit that like button. Subscribe to Forest Fan TV if you are new. And let's get into this. All right, so as always, let's have a quick jump into the Forest team sheet and see what we can do with this. And I'll be honest with you guys, I'm not sure. Because there are a lot of different options, different scenarios that Cooper may or may not want to go with. I'll start with the first one up front. Well, in fact, let's start with the formations because I'm still, I'm not fully convinced he goes with a 4-3-3. I think the formation will tell you just how Cooper is feeling about maybe his job, about the pressure, etc. If he really is feeling under the cosh, we may see, see this go into, yes, I'm going to say it, a back five. I think you could see Murillo Niakate and Bolly come in as a back three and then Einar and Tuffalo as wing backs. And then depending on if Sangare is fit, I think this is quite key as well. If he will risk two in midfield, maybe Mangala and Sangare as the combo with Morgan Gibbs-White in the 10 and then up front, you know, whatever. So that could be one option. I think the real option though, and the one I would personally like to see, is a 4-2-3-1. Again, it depends for me on Sangare. Why do I say this? Because I think Callum Hudson-Odoi has been decent so far this season. And now, of course, he's back. Is he fully fit? We don't know. But if he is, I would go for a team like this. So I'd probably, unfortunately, drop Dominguez and Danilo. And I'd go Mangala and Sangare as the two. I'd drop Morgan Gibbs-White into the ten. I'd uh, like kick Chris Woods into touch as well. Um, and I would bring on Callum Hudson-Odoi on the right-hand side, Alanga on the left. And then I would go, and this may surprise a few of you, with Origi up front. Why? Let me explain before you lot start going crazy in the comments. Origi has a fantastic goal record against Everton. The Evertonians are absolutely scared of him. And if ever, if ever there was a chance for him to maybe look like a motivated player, 
this may be it. So I would give him a crack because it's really a choice between him and Wood. And you all know how I feel about Chris Wood. And I just think this team is a really good team. You could switch Hudson Odoi and Alanga left and right. I'm not really fussed which way around they play. But yes, Taiwo is the missing piece on this. But I think this would be an aggressive move by Steve Cooper. And again, I'll say it's subject to Sangare being fit because I don't think Mangala and a Dominguez can hold a two like these two could. And I don't think Danilo could do it with Mangala potentially. So it has to be those two. Do I think Cooper will go with this one? I would be, I would be pleasantly shocked and surprised if he did. But I think it'll be more a 4-3-3. And again, it depends if Sangare's fit. Let's just work on the assumption that he's got over this virus. I think it will be that usual midfield three that we see there. And the question is, what happens up front? Because he can't drop Morgan Gibbs-White. Morgan Gibbs-White is a given. It's his boy. It's my boy as well. And to get him in, you're going to have to probably either say that Callum Hudson-Odoi isn't fully fit. But let's work on the assumption again that he is fit. I could see something like this. With either MGW playing as the false nine, Hudson-Odoi on the right and Elanga on the left. Or Alanga being put into the false nine, Hudson Odoi going across to the left, and then Morgan Gibbs White on the right hand side. To me, that shouldn't really work because it creates more unbalance, more square pegs in round holes. You know, you've already got Morgan Gibbs White out of position. Now you're putting a winger into a false nine out of position. But I could see it. I could see it. Or, of course, I could be completely wrong and my Chriswood biases are way off the mark and we end up with basically the same team that started against Brighton, barring, Demi uh, barring Sangare coming back in. Now, what I'd say about that is one win in nine means that something on the pitch isn't working. And I think it's time to make a slight tweak, be it tactically, be it mentally, be it formation-wise. I think it's time to make a slight tweak. And it just depends which way Cooper's going to tweak it. Is he going to tweak it more defensively? Or is he going to do what I suggest and think, screw it, let's go more attacking. Trust that the front five can actually create chances and get us the goals. And then trust in um, Nia Kate and Murillo to hold that defensive back line. That, that for me just makes more sense. That's what I would do if I was in Steve Cooper's position. But hey, I'm not. So I think we'll end up maybe with something like this or Wood out, Elanga in the false nine, Hudson-Odoi out on the left. But either way, I'll be honest with you guys, I want to see Hudson-Odoi in the starting team if he is fit enough because i got to admit, he's been impressing me for the very few games that we've seen him so far this season. He's driving at defenders. He's causing the back line to drop off a bit. They are a little bit scared of him. And that's what I would do. What would you guys do, though? Let me know, as always, in the comments down below. Okay, so let's move this on into the Everton team. And what we do know for sure is Sean Dyche likes a 4-4-1-1 formation with Decore playing as that 10, or he can drop into the middle to create a midfield 5. And it's been kind of working for them. Yes, they've had their 10-point deduction and what have you. But obviously, they lost to Manchester United last week. Um, and I think a key to that loss was the fact that Anana wasn't in the team. Him and, him and Jimmy Garner have formed quite a good partnership in that middle. And are very good. I rate both of them, actually. And Decore 
As much as I thought he probably wouldn't flourish for Everton, he's proved me completely wrong. Not that I really care, but he has. And then you've got Harrison, who coming from Leeds, I've always thought he was a decent player. McNeil's okay, lacks a bit of pace. Where their real weaknesses is at right back with Ashley Old. Ashley Old, who just needs to retire from football, in my opinion. He can only seem to score worldies against Forest like he did for Villa last year. But they may make that switch. You could see Ashley Old being dropped and Patterson coming in at right back. Potentially, that may be one change. But I think the key one for Everton is going to be if Inanna is fit. Now, from what I'm hearing, he probably will be fit. Will he be fit enough to start the game? I don't know. He was close against Man U, apparently. And if that's the case, I think Idrissa Gay will get dropped and Anana comes back into that midfield pairing with Jimmy Garner, who has been impressing at Everton in that midfield role. Sean Dyche was playing him out wide on the right or at right back in some cases this season, which is completely out of position and stupid, in my opinion. But if Anana's fit, I think that's really one of only two changes we will see with the Everton team, with the right back being the other one. Now, Calvert-Lewin up front. He may not be fit. Apparently, he didn't train and could be out. However, I still think he will make it. If he doesn't, then who goes up front? Maybe you see Dan Juma in a false nine, something like that. You got Beto, the striker that's gone quiet. I'm not sure if he's fit or not, but they were. it was a big money move for Everton. He can't seem to get in ahead of Calvert-Lewin. So they do still have a couple of options. But I think this team is roughly what we will see on Saturday night. And it's it's a workman team, isn't it? There's no real kind of outstanding world-class players. But you put them collectively in a unit together and they're quite dogged. And this is why I think Saturday is going to be one of those ugly-ass matches. A real attrition. A real fight. And the question is, who comes on top? So let's try and answer that question. Who will end up on top in this war? And honestly, honestly, I can see all three scenarios happening. I could see a Forest win. I could see a draw. I probably, if I'm being honest with you, would lean more towards that. And I could see an Everton win. I think what we need to see in this match is some desire from the damn players, some passion on the pitch, some crunching tackles. Things like that to really get the crowd fired up. Some of you would argue that maybe Yates should come in for this match. I would argue he's still a good impact sub in my opinion. I wouldn't have him as a starter. But we do need some of that Yatesy passion to be infected into the rest of the Forest players. Who maybe have more ability than he does. And if that is the case and we can get this crowd fired up. Then Forest do have a good chance of winning this game. I can't underline to you how big a week this is for Nottingham Forest. This is huge. Forest play Everton. Then we go away to Fulham and Wolves, all in the space of seven days. And this will really tell us where we are in the season and will really tell us how much pressure Cooper is really under in his current position. So we need to see the players performing, not just for him, but for us as fans. I am sick to death of this lack of passion, this lack of desire that we've been seeing over the last few weeks from the Forest players. And it is on them to, to bring that and then inspire the crowd through the way they play and the desire and hunger they show. And if they do that, then Forest have a damn good chance of winning. Everton, 
off the back of a Man U defeat with 10 points um, deduction with some hard games coming up against Newcastle and Chelsea. They will be fired up for this match. They will see this as potentially three points for them in a hard running they have this side of Christmas. So we have to match that, if not better it. But my honest gut feeling says that draw is written all over this game. And I actually think probably both managers would be able to fight a good story as to why a draw was a good point out of it. So after I just got all passionate and stuff, I just brought you all back down to earth with a draw. Maybe you agree, maybe you disagree. As always, get your predictions in down below. We will be live with you guys at 7 p.m. tonight. You will not want to miss that one bit. But to keep you entertained for now, I'm going to send you over to the high press where Dino's got a video on the Premier League predictions so far. Opta versus reality. Where should everyone be? You don't want to miss that. All you got to do is click on this link. I'll see you at 7 p.m. tonight. Have the earmuffs out. And as always, come on you Reds. Oh yeah, make sure you've liked, subscribed and all the rest of the stuff. See you then. Sports Social Podcast Network.